Stress, anxiety, and depression are skyrocketing among children and teens. And Cook Children's Healthcare System is on a mission to bring these topics into the light. I'm Winnie King. And I'm Dr. Kristen Perch. If you have kiddos in the room, now is the time to put on those headphones. Some of the topics we'll be discussing will not be suited for young ears. This is Raising Joy. Hi, and welcome back to Raising Joy. I am Kristen Perch, and I'm a child and adolescent psychiatrist, and now a Swifty. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Winnie King, and I work at Cook Children's, and I'm her sidekick. (laughs) Yeah. Swifty sidekick? Swifty. Okay, I can tell you that there was somebody in my office. Okay. Who went to see Taylor Swift. Yes. She said it was right up there with the birth of her kids. Whoa. Her wedding. Wow. And then that concert. Wow. I'm just saying, I'm it's not if it's a lie, it ain't my lie. It's hers. And, you know, wow. and, but she's saying that was a definitive event. That's awesome. It it it, it was for me. So um I took my oldest mm. because mm-hmm. she is a diehard Swifty. And I really wasn't, to be just to be honest, uh-huh. um, okay. until her latest album. Um, okay. Midnight's and I am totally in because okay. she's so much more like real and authentic and like sh- more introspection. So okay. I'm I'm now a Swifty. Okay. But what was so cool? I mean, there's a whole Swifty subculture. Yeah. Okay. And okay. they they go um when they go in costumes, so they yep. dress up yep. as their favorite glitter, glitter Taylor things. Swift yeah. video. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like it's everybody has a look, mm-hmm. and then um and then also they all have bracelets. So they have these little, I mean, so she left with like five or six bracelets that Mm. people would just come up and say, hey, do you want a bracelet? And so, you know, going back to kind of what we were talking about with Dr. Elliot, Uh like part of value of her culture of the Swifties is to be kind Kind. and to to go and to give and to share and, you know, and they're cute and they have little like little sayings like from her like favorite or from like their songs uh-huh. and they, I don't know. Uh-huh. It's, it was so cute. Okay. One, was it expensive? Just, I didn't have to remortgage my house. Because <laughs> I heard there were <laughs> But people. I might for the Beyonce concert. So oh, I'm oh. a Beyonce stan. <laughs> like through, like she's, you know, okay. she's, she's my gal. Okay. So gotcha, gotcha. I will. I would. And was it a long wait to get in? Um, no. It like you, we came back in, I, I guess doors open at 630 and she was on at eight. Okay. So, okay. And she was the only one. There was no warm up. There was open. There were openings. Open. There were but, opening. Acts. But she was okay. on for three hours. That's what I heard. Are you standing the whole time? No, we sat down. Okay, gotcha. My youngest got a little tired. I. Me too. But it's okay. I would. I would have. I know. Tired. She sat down. I was like, okay, let's both sit down. Yeah. Happy to do that. Okay. But wow. she. But so when Taylor came on, but I heard she it cried. Was... My daughter cried. Oh no. Because really? she was so happy. Oh my god! I remember that back in the day when the Beatles would come on and people would be crying. And, I know. And I'm like, I don't understand. But it's okay. like, so she's so anyway. So yeah. So oh. like that for me was the moment. I mean, the 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 show was incredible. But oh. like she, yeah, no, my daughter being so happy that was like oh. the best for me. Okay. Yeah. And 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 her her the Swifty flans come from one end of the spectrum to the other from from an age group. Oh, I would yeah. imagine. Yes. You know, but. Predominantly women. Okay. So much so that they changed the signs on the men's bathroom 
they just put like girls. Okay, so we get to go into the men's <laughs> yes. rooms because there's, oh, I love that. We walked in and there were a bunch of urinals and I was like, what did I take my daughter into? Okay, I but, love that though, but there's only two guys, you know, exactly. that, that need to have the, okay. Is anyway. 900 women standing in line exactly. trying to use the bathroom. So they adjusted. I love that. I love that. I think we have another Swifty in the house today. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I know, I know. And you know, in this in this on this program, we often, you know, focus on the challenges that kids are facing with their mental health and and that's kind of a heavy subject sometimes. But today, we're excited to be talking to a young person who is doing her part to address that issue. That's right. Miss Linda Clayton is a high school senior. Um, who recently earned her Girl Scout Gold Award for her project, Aim at Reducing Stigma Around Mental Health. It's called Not One More, A Mission to Eliminate Youth Suicide. Welcome to Raising Joy, Swifty. <laughs> I am I'm a hardcore Swifty. Are you? Yes. Hardcore. Are you? It's, oh my. She's going to be in Houston. Okay. Oh my God, okay. I, go. I know. <laughs> I'm like, did, did the Gold Award come with a, a financial benefit? And if so, (laughs) (laughs) yes, it should. It should have. Yeah. Yeah. One Taylor Swift ticket for every gold award recipient. That's a new proposition. Oh my. (laughs) Okay. See, you are a smart girl. See, but, but that's what the Girl Scout, I mean, they teach you business and leadership skills. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. Listen to to this Girl Scout mom. I know my, but my, though the, the Swifty, she's a Girl Scout. Yeah. Gotcha. So tell us, how did you get involved in the Not One More, a mission to eliminate youth suicide? Where did that come from? So Not One More first came from the question, what is missing in the suicide prevention programs that we already have? Okay. So obviously, I'm a student, have been a student for about 17 years of my life, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and Throughout the different schools I attended, I realized that mental health was kind of treated like a passing topic. You know, Mm. there's so much talk around the idea of work habits or study habits or exercise habits. Mm -hmm. But when are we going to start talking about mental health habits? Mm. So I originally wanted to to do this project for my silver award. Mm. And then I realized... That's too much for a silver award, (laughs) which if you're unfamiliar with it, it's the award that comes before the gold award. Mm -hmm. So it has fewer hour um, requirements that you have to meet, less community involvement that you have to do just because it's like a warm up. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And And so you landed. I got to go gold. Yeah. (laughs) She's she's like, this is a big undertaking for the gusto. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. And this was a project that had to be done. I felt Mm. compelled to do it Mm -hmm. after I had had my own mental health struggles when I was growing up. And then my brother's friend, he unfortunately passed away a couple years ago through suicide. Mm -hmm. And that was the catalyst Mm -hmm. to this project. On the drive home from that memorial service, Mm -hmm. I still vividly remember it. I said to myself, no one is going to have to go through any of this ever again. This is not going to happen if I can help it. Mm. And so what came of that was not one more. And really, it's a structure. Um, You look at the program and you may think, oh, it's a bunch of activities. And yes, it is a database of activities. Mm -hmm. But the idea is that mental health is consistently implemented in schools and youth groups 
on a consistent basis. And so what I really wanted this project to be was a structure unlike we'd ever seen before, something Mm -hmm. that took a different problem solving approach Mm -hmm. to this problem that we've had and that we've faced and that we have some things that address it, but you know, we always could do more and we always could solve in a different way. That's awesome. Okay. I want to know how old you are. <laughs> you, you sounded like you sitting next to Kristen I know. Perchier. I'm excited. I know. I yes, I have I have lots of questions. Okay. I'm like recruitment starts early. Okay. <laughs> okay. A Swifty and a Dr. Kristen Perchie. I know. I'm excited. Wow. So so how um did you see things in your own school? Like how like like what do you see in your school that made you concerned that lets you know other kids were also struggling with their mental health at times? A lot of it was conversations with my peers where I would tell them about something I was struggling with that oftentimes mental health can feel just so isolating. Yes. And those struggles can feel so individual. And I would talk to people about it and they say they would say, no, I feel the exact same way. Hmm. This is something that I'm struggling with as well. And I don't know how to deal with it. And. So we shared those stories and I realized what if we had something that could help people learn how to deal with and understand and communicate their emotions before that time of crisis that myself and my peers would find ourselves in sometimes. Mm. So a teenager can go to the database Mm -hmm. and then like what kind of things would they find? So they would find eight different pamphlets as well as an implementation pamphlet. Mm -hmm. The implementation pamphlet just explains the different types of ways that you can put Not One More into an organization. And each pamphlet, other than the implementation pamphlet, addresses something called a prevention factor. So prevention factors are things that you can have, skills that you can develop to... Make sure that you can deal with things like stress, things like just unpleasant emotions Mm -hmm. so Mm. that you're able to. Sorry, I want to redo that one. You want to cope. Yeah. So that you're able to cope. Yes. With any unpleasant emotions or just the human living experience, which does include those. Yeah. Yeah. And so those pamphlets are anxiety reduction. Community building within a classroom space. Okay. Community building made more towards outreach. So that is reaching out into your community, helping people that are less fortunate than yourself, making a group that you can connect with mm-hmm. if you're ever if you're able effort if you're ever struggling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes like we just, do ever ever struggle. Yes. <laughs> right. Okay. No problem. There's also coping skills. Mm-hmm. Express yourself relationship strengthening, self-affirmation, and self-discovery. That's amazing. Thank you. And I think what's so cool about all those different things is it's it's how to take, it seems like kind of two camps, like how to take care of yourself, like yes. what are those skills, yeah. and then also how do you connect? Exactly. Uh-huh. Because mental health is so all-encompassing and, you know, living just as a human being, you need to understand yourself as well as you need to have people that understand you and you need to be able to understand people. And so that's what I tried to do with this program uh-huh. is just this gal understands a human condition oh better God. than like Maybe. the majority okay. of adults. Okay. Uh, and, and one of the things I love about that, that list is 
focusing on somebody other than yourself. Yeah. Because sometimes we get so caught up in, I'm mm-hmm. sad, I'm tired, I'm this, I'm that, I'm uh. Yep. But when you start looking at other people and their condition and their issues, yes. it makes mm-hmm. you think, you know, it ain't that bad. And let me help. And and it really does lift you up when you're starting yes. to think about other people and not just focusing completely on you. Yeah. And I see this all the time with I'm in NHS, National Honor Society. And so part of our mission is to go out into the community and help other people. Okay. And every single time after a volunteer opportunity, people come up to me and say, that was awesome. Yes. I feel so great after <laughs> yes. that. Yes, it's like exercise. I, exactly. I don't want to do it, but when I finish, I feel really good. Exactly. <laughs> and I feel like sometimes we forget, you know, which is completely understandable. Yeah. We're all yeah. living our own lives, but there are times when we don't realize how interconnected those lives are with other people. Right. Yes. I also love your project because it's, I haven't seen the pamphlets, but I they're written in your language. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we've we have had folks from the Hope Squad come on. I don't know if you're familiar with the Hope yes, Squad. Yes, I am. Okay. They're, so they're they're awesome and incredible. But it's because they it comes from a peer, right? Mm-hmm. It means so much more than if I go in and I'm some random person and I yep. talk to your class. They're going to be like, "Who's this lady?" <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like scrolling on their phone mm-hmm. and yeah. like, yeah. you know, I could like whisper the meaning of life and they would totally miss it. Be- yeah. But you, you're from their community. Mm-hmm. Like you, you've been through that. You've lived it. And so mm-hmm. one, you know what's important. Two, you know how to communicate it. And so that's why it's going to be very effective. Thank you. (laughs) Awesome. You're great. So why do you think that kids are having such a hard time with mental health these days? Well, I mean, obviously there was the pandemic, right? And like I mentioned earlier, a bunch of mental health is connecting with other people. And there's so much emotional learning that happens in a classroom environment or in a youth group environment Mm -hmm. in which you're around your peers and Mm -hmm. so being cut off from that for a couple of years is just insanely detrimental to someone's emotional learning Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. and also i think that and now we can't pin everything on just one factor right right? right, like it's a huge amalgamation of things okay amalgamation you better speak some words Amalgamation. I know. I bet. Do we not? Do we know? <laughs> That's a lot of syllables. We could guess her SAT score. It's good. She's got a good vocab. Well, she did say National Honor Society. But go on. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to answer. No, you're all good. It's a great word. <laughs> but it's so it's a lot of factors. It is. It is a lot of factors, and um, some of those factors may be that people have these standards that Mm -hmm. they don't feel like they can meet because there are times when we only portray the best aspects of ourselves you know yes instagram okay yeah and some of that is social media and then some of that is just we put on a front Mm -hmm. sometimes when we're around certain groups of people Mm -hmm. yes like i thought that one of my good friends had it all put together and she knew everything. And I was like, gosh, I wish I could be as organized Mm -hmm. as her. Mm -hmm. And then I got closer to her and I realized that's just not true. She's as big a mess as I am. Exactly. (laughs) And so, yes, I think we don't realize sometimes how human we all are and Mm -hmm. how similar that experience is. Mm -hmm. And so we often look down on ourselves because someone else is better than us at something or we perceive them to be Mm -hmm. so. And we don't realize 
that maybe they're envious of us for a talent that we have. Yeah. And you don't it, even, it, you'll never know. And they'll you'll never, never show. know. Yeah. Exactly. And we judge ourselves so, so harshly. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And now you're judging everybody else so harshly, but mm -hmm. we judge ourselves. I know I do. I'm, I, I'm still doing, I'm, you know, 102 years old. So I, I still. <laughs> you look judge great for me. 102. I know, I know. <laughs> I, I still judge me very harshly sometimes, mm -hmm. and I think you could do better. You should be doing better. Why yeah. aren't you doing this? You know. So you know. Oh my gosh, that's too bad. That's amazing. But how, um, how do you think having um, an outlet for creativity is helpful? Like, how is that like a coping skill or something? Oh my gosh. Mm. Kids are so creative. Yes. We need to listen to kids more. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Because we're listening now. Come I know. On. I know. I'm taking notes. <laughs> yes. Um, well, in a school setting, especially, that communication pathway is so one sided. Mm -hmm. You know, it's coming from teachers or administrators, mm -hmm. these people that we can oftentimes see as disciplinarians. And kids don't really have the opportunity to send that communication back. And so when we give them an opportunity to express their creativity and share their ideas, that communication pathway has now become a two-way street. It's right? a dialogue, not a monologue. It's a dialogue oh now. Gosh. Yeah. Okay, theater. That's a, <laughs> <laughs> okay, theater. That's a great way of saying it. Now students can express their creativity just in general, but also when they're struggling mm. because now they know that they can go and they can talk to admin. They can talk to teachers because that communication has been opened. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that's mm -hmm. what giving them an outlet for creativity does. Mm -hmm. It makes them feel special and it acknowledges that they are special. And it makes them feel heard. Yes. And that's what everybody wants. Yes. Is to be heard. I mm -hmm. want you to hear what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Understand me. And I think that a lot of times um, in my practice, I see a lot of kids who are disengaged, right? Like they're, they can't get their schoolwork turned in. Mm -hmm. They don't really care that much. Yep. And a lot of times it's kiddos that are depressed. But in this situation where a kid felt heard, that's, they're just that more, if they know that someone cares and listens to them, mm -hmm. They're going to show up that much more exactly. because they're invested. They're engaged. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think you're right. Like that two-way dialogue yeah. helps get kids into school and staying in school because they're all in. Yeah. And it's it becomes a relationship, you know, yes. like mm. the relationships that we care about are the ones that we show up for. Mm. Right. Mm. And as soon as you mm. make it a relationship with your students, they're going to start showing up and they're going to start caring more. Mm. And you're going to... At, as a teacher, see them more as human. As, mm -hmm. as a student, you're going to see the teacher more as human. Mm. It's really mutually beneficial. Oh yes. Okay. And, it, and I think you're right because we all, I mean, I think we all have a lot of sympathy for teenagers and for teachers, right? Because mm -hmm. we're like, my gosh, God bless us teachers. Yeah, I would never. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> I mean our teachers. I know, I know. But it's hard to like curse out, name call someone you have a relationship with, right? Exactly. And so it's just like it institutes that respect mm -hmm. whenever you start with that trusting relationship mm -hmm. you're where does something. resilience fall into this when you start developing the relationships and people are starting to care about each other is there a resilience effort am i just reaching for something here no you know like like being able to over does that does it having that oh. relationship help you like overcome yes yes right, because right. now that there's a relationship you have an outlet mm. you have someone that will care about you mm. and so you know you can learn so much from teachers just in terms of how 
to be a human and how to be mm-hmm. emotionally intelligent because they have so much more experience than you do. Right. 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 And so there is that resilience that can grow and because of that build, relationship. And help them build strength, mm-hmm. you know, overcome, do all of that, yep. that, that resilience. Exactly. Does. Like if I didn't have the amazing doctor that I talk about in my letter in the implementation pamphlet mm-hmm. and my amazing family and my wonderful teachers to get me through dark parts of my life. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't have been as re- as resilient as I turned out to be. And be able to bounce back from things that are happening. For instance, when exactly. your, your, your brother's friend uh, passed away, mm-hmm. you got to bounce back from stuff yeah. like that, you know, and it's hard. Mm-hmm. Wow. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of times we talk about teenagers, but now I feel like we have a teenager, so we've got to like get all the good information. So like, do you have any advice like for, for, I guess we'll start with parents, Mm -hmm. like parents of teens. Like, what do you think if, what, do you have any advice for parents of teens who know their kids having a hard time? Listen, just listen to them. The, one of the best things you can do is just allow your child the space to explain how they feel and explain what they're going through, an environment in which they won't be judged Mm -hmm. because they're surrounded by judgment at school. They're surrounded by judgment on social media. Mm. Be that outlet for them that will not judge them. You know, just listen to what they have to say. Yes. And respect it. Right. And respect it. You know, there are, Sometimes where people say, oh, I'm listening to them. Oh, I'm hearing what they have to say. But no, are you listening to respond or are you listening to understand? I know. That's what I've, like, she, <laughs> light years. Oh, are you She's... listening to respond? Because we do that. Mm-hmm. She's I'm right. listening up to a point, but baby, I'm trying to come back with something. Exactly. I'm coming back with something, yeah. but I'm not listening for the understanding. Mm-hmm. My gosh. I've my heard God. some advice that that will, like a parent would say, like a, a kiddo would come with a problem and they would say, do you want, do you want me to listen? Or do you want me to help you figure it out? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like kind of ask them the question. Because sometimes that's a great question to ask because there will be so many times when I go to my dad and I'm like, hey, I've got this problem. Can you help me figure it out? Right. And there will be some times where I'm like, hey, I just need a vent. Okay. <laughs> I just need to let it out right. because people have been getting on my nerves. Okay. Yes, the last and one. I don't need you to solve it. Exactly. I don't need you to solve it. I just, I just need to walk through it. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, because I think what's so hard about a teenager is, especially now, my gosh, like I feel like you guys are confronted with adult problem. What we think about as adult problems, Mm. like so much earlier. Yep. Like just, I mean, I didn't know what suicide. I didn't know what suicide was, but it wasn't like something my friends were dealing with. Yeah. Whenever I was in high school, and so Mm -hmm. I just feel like I'm like, my God, would I've had the tools? Like if my friend had told me she was cutting, like would I know what to do? But yeah, I bet you probably heard about someone cutting when you're in middle school. So it's, um, I, th- I think just being able to have a parent or a trusting adult guide you through all that. Yeah. Super important. And most importantly, mm-hmm. I'm with you on that. What, why is this project so important to you? This project, I specifically wanted it to be preventative. You know, we have a ton of reactionary projects mm. that deal with mental health and deal with suicide, but where's the prevention, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And maybe just maybe if people have this toolbox of prevention factors, 
they can learn how to ask for help and get help when they're in moments of crisis. Because if I would have had that, Mm -hmm. when I was feeling like there was no way out of the struggles I was in, Mm -hmm. how much better would my life have been in those moments? Mm. You know? Mm -hmm. I think you're really smart. Uh, that, I mean, I mean, for a lot of reasons, but I think this in particular is smart yeah. because you, like you said, it's a prevention method. Exactly. And, and like, and exactly like you said, whenever you're in the throes of like depression and I don't mm-hmm. know, I mean, I don't know if this is something you struggle with, but like whenever kids are feeling like they don't want to be alive anymore, you're not thinking rationally. Right. No. So it's not the time to learn a new coping skill. Exactly. Right. Right. And I wrote this in my, again, in the letter and the implementation packet, how are we going to address the student who's struggling with men- with their mental health in February, if the last time they heard about mental health was in October. Yep. It how how often do you like ideally if you designed high school curriculum, how often would you talk about mental health? I talk about it at least once a week. Okay. Mm-hmm. How how do you think is the best way for like a a school to kind of work that in? There's just tons of different ways. It really depends on your school's environment and the community within the school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. let's say you're really pressed for time. You know, you're a school that does all AP, all dual credit. You are really pressing on those academics. Mm. Almost every school has a morning announcements. Mm. Why don't we make a daily kindness initiative work its way into the morning announcements? I like that. That took about 30 seconds to implement into your school. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And now you're talking about it every day, too. Yeah. yeah. And it focused your whole day. Exactly. Yeah. It does. It sets your intentions for the day. Yeah. Now, what if we talk about a school with a block schedule? My school has a block schedule where we do all eight classes on Monday, and then we do four classes for every, every day of the week following. Okay. Monday, we have shortened classes, so we can't get as much teaching done. So why don't we take... 20 minutes out of a Monday in which we're already not teaching as much as we would be during the rest of the week mm-hmm. and set our intentions for the week. Do a journaling exercise. Do build a boat. Make a country something so that it's a consistent thing that your students can look forward to, right? Mm-hmm. And they'll like it because it's, like you said, it sets the intention. Mm-hmm. And then also it's a coping skill. Exactly. Right? They're do- Like it's a stress reliever. Yeah. And, you know. And students- it's being reinforced. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Students love it. My my school did Monday in our theater department. Mm -hmm. They started last year doing a mental health Monday. And that is something that is included in my program as something that I looked at and I said, that's really good, and more people should know about it, so I put it in there. Okay, there you go. That's yeah. a great idea. Mental, and, and it's even Mental Health Monday. It even has a nice ring to it. Yeah, exactly. Winnie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Communications person? Yeah. Is it good? Yeah. It's good. That's perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Start the week, too. Yep. And so every Monday, my friends would say, oh, I wonder what we're doing today. I wonder what, I wonder what we're going to learn today. I wonder what journaling exercise we're going to do today. I'm really excited for it. Mm. It works. That's you awesome. You know? Mm. Like, people look forward to it, and Every time they've done an activity from Not One More at my school, students have come up to me and be like, and been like, Linda, I loved it. When are we going to do the next one? Wow. What's coming next? Wow. That's awesome. Out of the mouths <laughs> of babes. I'm just I know. saying. I know. It's coming straight from the students. Yeah. But that's why it's effective. That's yeah. Exactly. And that's why it worked. That's mm-hmm. exactly right. You know the audience. You are the audience. I am the audience. (laughs) She understood the assignment. Yeah. But see, this is like, she knows this is like, that's like, you know, six months ago. Yeah. (laughs) How long 
did it take you to develop all of this? Ooh. I was about to say, I know, I know, I know. And implement, right? Because you did yeah. it in yep. school. Develop yeah. and implement. So I started with gathering statistics mm-hmm. in May of 2020. Mm. And then, wow. mm-hmm. and then I officially wrapped it up last year. So wow. two years wow. to get this developed, to get it implemented. And then that's your master's degree. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> but that's why she, that's, that's why she that's knows what your, she knows. Yeah. Wow. That's that. And to stick to that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Yes. I'm thoroughly impressed. Thank you. Thoroughly impressed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I heard you're a senior. I am. So what, what's next? I am going to go to the University of Idaho to study biochemistry. Yay. And hopefully one day get a doctorate so that I can do research on my own. That's oh. amazing. Thank you. Do you know what you want to research? I Can I nerd for a second? Please. <laughs> um, you are sitting on, next girl. to the ultimate nerd. So, yeah, when girl. you said you're majoring in biochem, I was like, yes, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So I love the idea, like, of intracellular communication and it's meaning inside the cell, mm-hmm. how the things within the cell mm-hmm. talk to each other. Okay. And there's this one thing in the cell called a lysosome, and that makes sure that things that are dying or things that aren't performing correctly mm-hmm. get lysed or make room for other things that can work correctly. Mm-hmm. But how do they know where to go? Because they're so much smaller than the rest of the cell. How do they know when it's time to lice something? Okay. Yes. And so that would probably that would be my ideal research project That's is so cool. to say, is there a chemical signal that a dying thing in the cell gives off? Is there is it just by random chance, which I Doubt. don't think so. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but that would be crazy to think about and understand because there are diseases that uh-huh. have to do with cellular waste not getting disposed of properly. Right. Mm-hmm. Lots of lots of big important ones. Yeah. Oh. Alzheimer's. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Tay-Sachs. Yes. Okay. All of that. Yes. We have a bright future. I, I know. I am so excited. I know. And I'm like, have you ever thought about a career in psychiatry? <laughs> <laughs> and if you do, you know where to find me. I yes, my, yes, my, I do. My last name's unusual, so you can always find me anytime. Wow. And I will. Yes, I. I mean, I just have to tell you, like, yeah, I'm just blown away. I'm I, blown I'm, away. I'm oddly, I'm, I'm never speechless, but I just like it, the words don't come because I'm just. Yeah. yeah, yeah it just yeah. gives me so much hope. Okay. And yeah. I'm just yeah. Okay, I, this is raising. Yes. The joy. Yes. This gal <laughs> this right here. This for us is raising the joy. Yeah. And I'm I'm happy about that because you really do give us hope because we do talk dark and heavy and mm-hmm. will it come and how can we get there and oh my gosh, but you are, you walked in the door and the sunlight came in. And <laughs> yeah. so it, it really is hopeful yes. for, you know, us. Thank and you have you. such an impact on yes. your school and um, just all those around you. So we're. Yeah, we're so happy to have you here. Like, thank you just, so much. I'm inspired. Yes, <laughs> You're great. Yes, thank you so much joining for joining us today, Linda. It has been a pleasure, an honor, a privilege. Yes, thank you to so be much. in you know in the midst of such oh, I don't know impressiveness, greatness, <laughs> greatness. Yes, I know, and yes, to be 17. Yeah, and to know all the. I mean, my gosh, okay. like yours. We have one question. Are last we? question for you. Mm-hmm. And because you've given us hope, <laughs> we want to understand what are you grateful for? Everything. 
Really? The fact that I could wake up today and say hi to my dog. Okay. Perfect. I'm insanely, insanely grateful for my dad. Every time I do something like this, I try to give him a shout out. Because really, if... And he's in the booth, by the he's way. He's in the booth. He's, <laughs> he's the way, turned a little bit dad red. Is here. That's it. He made, I, knowing a dad, he's probably misty. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. It's okay. There's lots That's of allergens. Okay. It's That's okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. But yeah, if it weren't for him, this project would have never happened. I never would have had the support to even get out of the place I was in. Mm. You know? Mm. Like he is... He has done so much. Mm. And I am so... So grateful to have him as a member of my support group. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. And also, he is your biggest fan. <laughs> yes, you know, and he will always be. Mm-hmm. The person the pom-poms he's waving? I know. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's cheerleading right now. <laughs> front row, the yeah. sign, mm-hmm. the glitter. Like, yeah. he will Everything. always. And mm-hmm. I know he is proud of you. Oh, my God. You, I mean, we all are. Yeah. Oh. I know he's proud of you. So That's proud of you. Cool. All right, Chris, Kristen, what are you... What are you grateful for? I'm grateful for Linda. Yes. <laughs> well, Let's I, ditto I guess, that. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah, that, and I'm also grateful for the Girl Scout. Yeah. So my mm-hmm. my oldest is a, is a Girl Scout, and um, you know, their principles are kindness and leadership yep. and understanding um and empowering girls to like take mm-hmm. on steam and business mm-hmm. opportunities. And I mean, it's it's just about girl empowerment. And yep. so I'm just grateful for an organization like that and getting kids nature i mean it's it's just fantastic yeah. it's yeah. it's a huge oh so i went to savannah sorry um hello adhd mind i went to savannah <laughs> mm-hmm. and um the founder um house is there so we got to see that and it was really cool but we're back so yes <laughs> grateful for the girl scouts yeah. paul please edit that and, out and i'm sorry <laughs> I, i'm just gonna i'm just gonna bow and tip my hat seriously to, to Linda Clayton, I'm just, I'm grateful for what you bring to the table. I'm grateful for how you inspire. I'm grateful for how you show up and how you are intentional and how you do it um, with grace, dignity, and joy. I just, I'm just, I'm grateful for your spirit. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. It's 100%. really good. Okay. But before we leave, Please tell us how we can find, get in touch, connect with this information. I want people to be able to do that. Yeah, all of the information can be found at www.eliminatesuicide.com. And on that website, not only can you download and find all of the pamphlets, but there's a contact link and that'll get sent to me or my dad who can help you with any questions you have. Perfect. That's awesome. So that so a, a student or a parent could use that to implement it, maybe pass it on to the school counselor. Yep. Hopefully get that in their school. Yep. Perfect. Until next time. Just breathe. Open up. You, you matter. matter.